0: You're about to listen to Wrestling With The Truth Podcast with your hosts, B.C. Hunter,
1: Nightmare J. Myers, from Parts Unknown, N.W.O. Machine,
0: and special guest, Who bribed his way into another
1: episode... Vader! Vader! From Wish! Rob Brown!
0: Welcome everybody to Wrestling With The Truth. My name is BC Hunter. I am coming to you straight from the blanket booth this evening... Joined, as always, by my good friends, the Nightmare Jay Myers and NWO Machine. And not just that, we have another special guest that's making a surprise return.
1: Yeah, yeah, you heard by the intro. That's right. <laughs> you guys, thanks yeah. for having me again. So like we had a Wish. choice.
2: <laughs> well, I gave you 50 bucks. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> day on the iftyfay. <laughs> All
3: right. All right, Machine. You told me it was 10. Come on now. Don't be holding back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the uh, well, caster is going to tax you on
3: 60
1: so I... <laughs> <laughs> Well, my assets were frozen, so I'm just using cash. But... I hope yeah.
0: you weren't sitting in a truck when you made that exchange. You're done, you're wait, done. wait, was that yeah. was that doji
3: coin? Did you pay him in doji coin? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah,
1: I watched my truck get towed as he handed me the the 50 and uh everything else well we're already here where we are in the frozen tundra everything's
3: frozen i think we're all frozen we got we we're all frozen yeah. here too so yeah. yeah we're all in pain together the last gasp of
0: winter right now <laughs> only three more yeah. months to go jesus yeah no that's you just jinxed it we're we're in demand <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> uh, well, the reason we're all here and then the reason that uh, Rob decided to come back uh, to pay us a visit is because uh, we want to explore a topic that we introduced a few episodes ago. It's uh, We've called it What If? And uh, we had a really interesting talk uh, when we discussed what if Hulk Hogan never happened or happened the way that we expected it to. And I think it brought a lot of good conversations between the three of us. And we even got some some good comments from some of our listeners as well. So we decided to tackle another topic, and this topic's been explored relentlessly by podcasts, by journalists, by everything, to the point that it's almost been overkill, <laughs> you could say. But we didn't want to take it from the angle of, of dissecting it. We wanted to say, what if the Montreal job never happened? And for those who are living under a rock and you're a wrestling fan and you don't know what the Montreal job is, that, of course, is the infamous night at survivor series 97 where Bret hart got screwed by vince mcmahon they've they changed the ending to the match without telling him took the title off him and brett ended up going to wcw and the rest as they say is history and
3: can but, i just say if you don't know that history shame on you you should not be a wrestling fan so that's just my little psa on yeah. that.
1: Kind of like some Hulk Hogan history, if you
3: don't know that. (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) I was waiting for that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Slightly bigger name, but anyway.
3: I I walked into that one, didn't I? You did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: But hey, listen, guys, just uh, in case uh, you haven't heard uh, Vader from Wish before, uh, just a a quick intro. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Rob Brown. Uh, He is on Twitter, at Vader from Wish. And... uh, He's a former and uh, once in a while still participating professional wrestler. Um, he's been all over the world doing a whole bunch of different things and uh, we have him back. So he, he does know what he's talking about compared to the rest of us. Just,
3: <laughs> yeah. be, right. sure to, be sure yeah. to check out the uh, the episode uh, full episode with Rob's appearance. It was, it was a goodie. Yeah. Which, which I
0: will point out is our highest downloaded episode of all time. Yeah, Home that's so goes cool. You
1: got three. Nice,
0: yeah. <laughs> the three of us—not not including <laughs> our moms—not yeah. yeah. including me, our moms. yeah.
1: yeah, me, Jay, Faye, and BC. The three of us listen to it. Yeah.
0: My <laughs> you mom <know>? promises <laughs> she will. <laughs> well, that being said, I'll—you know what? Since we have a special guest, why don't we give him the floor first? and oh boy yeah, yeah. pressure and, and i'm going to say this we discussed this the ground rules for this beforehand there's no wrong yeah. answer for this this isn't a debate about it it's just no. what are your thoughts on what's going to happen we can ask some questions around it and see where, where you're exploring with that or even add to it but yeah the floor is yours rob what what's your thoughts on this what what happens if the montreal screw doesn't go down like it did
2: so if if we're talking like with the way it went down brett was still getting his he, he wasn't going to get his contract still. Is it was is that kind of the, the ground rule for this? Are we going to go okay with that angle? Yeah, or?
0: we'll add this ground rule. Let's say Brett does resign. Vince doesn't have to um doesn't have to get rid of him. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um if, if it went the other way and Sean left, I mean, it'd be interesting. It would have been interesting to see that Wolfpack reuniting in uh, WCW earlier than things kind of happened. So. That's one thing that probably could have uh, could have came from that if that screwjob didn't happen. So uh, Vince McMahon wouldn't have a black eye. That's for sure. He'd be a little prettier <laughs> that night. So. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't need the uh, rag to wipe his eyes. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. So yeah. And um, it, it, you know what though? It, I'm glad it did happen because people still talk about it. Was it a work? Was it a shoot? You know, you, it seems every couple of years a new story comes out that oh no, it, it it was a They were in on it right from the, the get go. You know, and then oh no, that didn't happen. You know that that was a complete, uh, a complete shoot. So you know, it would have had it not happened, it would have uh, there'd be a lot less uh, conversations about uh, about you know what ended up happening with uh, the, the fallout from everything. So,
1: so where do you think Brett from there? Just out of curiosity, since uh, I'm the professional interviewer tonight Ooh, because you. you're beside me. Where do you think Brett he stays? Yeah, where do you think? that match let's say it is brett versus sean that night yeah does brett still win does brett drop it to sean and what happens from there where do you think yeah. those two talents end up well, let's say let's say there's no wcw for them yeah. to go to contracts are signed both of them stay what do you think well there's
2: apparently a lot of legitimate heat backstage between the two guys so there's a good chance that brett wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted to drop it right now or at least not to him so so that that could have carried on uh, you know, more, you know, the match was phenomenal up until the screw job part. So, you know, so it would have brought us a lot more great matches, Uh, you know, Brett holding onto the title a little bit longer, uh, throw a few other guys into the mix that uh, that might've stepped up and, uh, you know, but yeah, that's, uh, that's a tough one.
1: (laughs) I wrote it. I know you did. Just now you just did screw me up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm talking in circles. Here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Jay will be back shortly. I just noticed he's not even in the screen. He's dozed off.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back there now. You yeah, go. you were we talking go. so long. Jay uh, decided to go left. <laughs> go in. Uh,
3: to me, this is such a such a man. You could go so many different ways. Like th- here's here's my take on if if none of this happens and and seeming and, and assuming WCW is still a competitor. Do here, I legitimately think we don't get the Mr. McMahon thing. He, he can't, he can't pull that character off if he doesn't yeah. have the antagonist piece to to go but go on. Because almost immediately he turned it into an angle. Almost immediately, it was the next night on Raw. I think he he turned it into an angle. Then that begs the question. And I know we had, uh, Machine talked about this on earlier episodes. We probably still get Austin, but we may not get Mac- the McMahon Austin feud, which means we may not get the Austin that we know today. Then we we might get a, a longevity of Brett's career that we didn't get because we yep. didn't get that in WCW. He like we don't know well, if Sean we don't know if Sean comes out of this as yeah. Goldberg, so, well. Yeah, yeah but we don't know if Sean comes. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I mean. But he, that yeah. doesn't happen. Maybe we don't know if Sean becomes a sick mega star because up to that point, it was in my opinion, it was still a question. Like Brett was still running that 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 show for the most part. <laughs> Brett Sean was getting there. You could tell. But well, yeah. we sure as shit don't get triple don't get Triple H busting through. We sure as shit don't get like all of that sort of DX stuff. I don't think. I don't think that goes down. So, no. man, oh man, there's just so many different things. Like to me, to me, Brett would have tried to be the Hogan, right? I mean, I think that's what. In my opinion, that's what would have happened if if he has that contract honored. It just he just keeps the title, and because I think Vince truly didn't love him as a as a, a main event i agree champion, you know what i mean yeah. i think it was if part of me feels bad because like i don't think vince wanted to do that he didn't want to basically <laughs> admit that he couldn't afford bread anymore i don't think he ever wanted to do that and the sean stuff i think it's too hard to tell because sean was digging his own grave a lot of times too right so i don't know i it's an amazing question because i think it changes it alters fundamentally the shape of what we have today in 2022 for, for pro wrestling. I think it fundamentally does even more than the Hogan question. I think we went down and that was a very big question too, but I think this even shapes everything we know, everything we know. We don't even get the ad. Atti- That's it. We don't get the attitude error. I don't think we get the attitude error. Brett's not going to be the guy running the the ship on the attitude error. That's never going to happen for him. Never.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in here because this is, this is an episode I've been wanting to do for a while because I want to talk about this with true wrestling fans, right? But, you know, people with this knowledge. So I'm going to take it from a bit of a different angle. I'm going to say, forget about it being called the Montreal screw job. If Vince picks Brett in this case, instead of picking Sean, I say, Sean has a hissy fit. He decides that's it. I'm gone. I'm going to the WCW, going to the NWO, right? So basically we have the reverse situation i think in that case you still so number 1 the best part about this is you get bret still remain the champion and he's the guy that put stone cold over at wrestlemania 14 for for the the big match and the beauty of it is a rematch from the previous wrestlemania and you remember Brett won that match. So this is Stone Cold's redemption story for that, right? You might even have a round three at the next WrestleMania. Who knows, you know? So the rubber match between the two of them. But I think you're still gonna have DX because Triple H is gonna be pissed off about uh Sean being let go and then picking Brett over Sean and all that stuff. So he's still gonna run with it a little bit. I think you're still going to get a McMahon character because of the way the Austin character was the working man's hero. And he was the guy that was against authority. And you, you, of course you're going to have Brett being a heel, but you still need that mega heel. And I think McMahon somehow is going to pop up. Cause at that time, if you remember, it was really starting to become pretty clear that McMahon was running the show. He was, uh, he was looking to get off the announcing and stuff like that. And I think the, annou- I think, when you listen to guys like Bruce Pritchard or even Vince Russo, they talk about they were pushing him to be a heel. They were pushing him to, to take on that character. And he was really against that, but he was kind of forced into it by this whole uh, Montreal Screwjob situation. The other thing is, I think you get Sean going to WCW. He joins the NWO. You have some phenomenal matches there for Sean. Maybe he doesn't injure his back. You know, because of the whole situation with the Undertaker that happened at Royal Rumble, so who knows what would have happened there? Do I think he would have saved WCW? No, I think the exact same thing would have happened to WCW. Just we got some really cool angles with Shawn in the NWO. Uh, I think eventually he comes back to the WWE, and you see the same career that you had, you know, uh, when he made his return after that. The biggest X factor in this, though, and it's kind of a more of a topic to go on to. But does Owen still remain alive today if Brett never goes to WCW? Um,
3: yeah.
1: I I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think the same, the outcome it was going to happen with uh, Owen Hart. We're, we're, I mean, again, I mean, we never know the clip maybe the clip i mean the clip is the issue right
0: well does um, my guess is does owen take on that character if brett still yeah on? i
1: think so i i think because he was already sort of somewhat in that direction he's trying to break away too yeah a bit from yeah, yeah i was just gonna say he had done that character he had yeah, he
3: done he that on. character with brett there already hadn't he yeah, yeah. he was fully well, ensconced in that character already not in
0: 97 though he was he was he just finished breaking austin's neck in 97 if you remember correctly He didn't take that on uh, until afterwards.
1: I I still think he goes with the character because just as uh, Vader was just starting to say the same thing, he wanted to break away from the heart foundation, right? He kind of wanted that break. So I think he still would have taken on the character. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, destiny would have accidentally taken him unless maybe who knows, again, maybe had Brett stayed, You never know. Maybe Brett says, hey, let's forget the character and just devastate the tag team uh, division. Who knows, right? Um, I want to go back to Jay's thought for a second where he says Vince immediately had to run with the heel. But it just goes to show you that an issue that he had, right, he gets spit on, he gets sucker punched, he gives him the one punch and becomes the ultimate heel the next day. It just goes to show you that Vince can take a piece of shit and turn it into gold yeah. like i don't care what anybody says about vince he's got a brain for whatever it is he will take every negative and turn it into something for his company uh, and and he does he especially just because has... he doesn't
3: care how it makes him look like yeah. that's that's the and, biggest no, thing too no it's care. all
1: about it's all about his product yeah. right he's a, he's he's willing to take the fall yeah. he's willing to take the stunners at However, like, even when he came back, how old was he when he came back? He was, he was more ripped than a North end bus seat. Yeah. At the time <laughs> he was, yeah. Like he just came back and, and he's willing to take the beating, right? He's and, just,
0: and, and he'll, he'll welcome Brett back with open arms too.
3: Like, yeah. Years later. I think, you know? yeah,
1: yeah. 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 But I, I I'm kind of, I'm a little bit opposite on uh, BC where you said Sean goes to WCW and you think the same thing kind of happens where he, he sort of fades and comes back. I think it's opposite because Brett was never part of that click, right? Uh, I think that Nash and hall would really scoop Sean up and carry him. Um, it, just like to me, and again, I still think hall carried Nash through his entire popularity. I was watching a match the other day and I know he's a little bit older at the time I was watching Nash in, in TNA and, and he's terrible. He's, he's the same move all the time, and he's just a big guy with three moves. I mean, not everyone says Hogan, but Hogan, to me, had the charisma with it. But um, And I don't know if – would Hogan – here we go, right? What ifs? Would Hogan have made that NWO jump had Sean gone over?
0: Well, the, Hogan – Yeah, but that was, post, that, was, yeah, that, that was post, though. Yeah, that was post. But I do yeah. have a, a different question for you, Machine, on that. Does Hall and Nash kick Hogan out because Sean comes in?
1: Well, yeah. that's what I—that's what I'm saying. So Sean yeah. comes in, and the click is together. And if they were as whiny in the back as they were as uh, WWE at the time, which we know they were, they—they they pulled strings while they were in WCW. Maybe that doesn't happen. Right? Yeah, because they, correct
3: me if wrong, Hogan was never in with them when no, he was in his run, right? Like no, he was no. in WWF. No,
1: no. But I—but again, I think they still. I know we're gonna word for a second. But I still think Hall and Nash needed Hogan to turn into hollywood for them to become what they did oh yeah but the sean thing i don't know if nwo would have even been as big if if he went over there if it hadn't if it existed
3: yeah i i'm i'm torn on sean because i know he was a like uh what's that word i'm looking for like he was on the precipice of being that megastar at that time when the (laughs) screwjob happened but i don't I don't know man I think the spotlight really really benefited Sean when Brett left. I think that really really made it clear that he was the guy, but I don't know if if he's going to the land of the giants with WCW and where the big boys play. I don't know if he I don't know if he shines as bright there. I just don't. I just don't know if that was going to be the case. I don't know. I I'm torn on Sean because I, I love him now, but I didn't love him then. And I didn't yeah. see what he ended up being. I, I didn't see that that was going to happen. So I don't know. I it, That's a really interesting question. Well, I also, think Brett, I think Brett was hands over like so much better than him at the time. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I think Sean had a little more uh, risky moves than Brett. He was a little more of a, a well, I, I call him the daredevil high flyer, but he, he wasn't necessarily a high flyer. It's maybe a wrong. He's a hybrid. I'd think. But I think that um, if it wasn't for – if if Sean had a left, I don't think we have the Triple H either. But because they were so close, Triple H was forced to up his game and become that, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's what point. I think. Like, without Brett leaving, and I, I, I hate to say it, but I agree with – or Jay, whatever your name is. Um, <laughs> I agree with Jay that, yeah – does it happen like Triple H has to step up, right? So, Somebody uh, has to step up. It's
3: a big. know BC. BC, you said that you think Triple H steps up because that was all. But 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 he didn't. He 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 was second, third fiddle, even behind Rude sometimes in DX in the early days. I don't think he does. He he took that position be, after, well after, and Sean was gone at that point, And they come back and they do the, the new DX, and then he's the leader but I don't think he's the same guy. If, if uh, I don't know, I just, I don't see that from him, from him. That, that's why I say DX doesn't happen because I don't think triple H had that in him to start to do that, to run with that from the get-go. I well, think he benefited from Sean early days and then he had the sort of the momentum to then run with it himself after that fact.
0: Well, remember yeah. DX was happened at that time because uh, Sean and triple H and china and rude were, but it wasn't dx as we knew it though you brought up an interesting name there you don't have rick rude jump into wcw
3: well that's true too yeah because
0: he's the one that got so upset about brett getting screwed right is, so, is
3: that is that actually the story
0: yeah yeah he called Biff oh i don't think next i knew night. that yeah he called him that, that night and said i'm coming so uh, because he was
3: pissed off at how it went down.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's a great point, and And thank you for sort of bringing that up. But I don't remember them actually even even referencing them as a stable up at that point, though. Right. Oh, yeah. like they weren't. Brett's the one who called them degenerates and that's I know but I thought the DX thing didn't come until the next pay-per-view which was after Survivor Series and then it was the D generation X pay-per-view and then they became DX as an actual staple I'm I could be off on my timeline there but I vividly remember the pay-per-view after survivor series was Degeneration X. That was it was the, yeah. that was the name of the Play, pay-per-view playing and,
0: off of the whole controversy. Yes, that was going exactly. on. exactly. Right? But yeah. then
3: they became mm-hmm. the actual stable after that, but, but it's, it's a moot point because you're right. They were together already, but yeah. I just, I just don't see triple H taking the reins with that. If, if Sean's not there. Rob, what are your thoughts on that with the whole triple H angle?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. Like I, I don't think he would have become the, the superstar he was, if Brett didn't leave because there's a big hole to fill. So he was forced to up his game and keep up with Sean if he wants to be relevant. And it's a good thing. It did happen because added so much good TV and a lot of great angles and a lot of good laughs when they invaded WCW and all that other stuff. Like, so I I think had that not happened, then we wouldn't have had what, what it turned into. And I agree. Like we wouldn't have had, I don't think we would have had the, uh, the, um, the aggression era and all that stuff because it just wouldn't have been the same to try and like, I think McMahon still was heading that way with the the angle that he was in with Austin, but it just, the way that it, the way that the screw job went down, now there's some legitimacy to him being this, this asshole boss and, you know, and this guy screwed him over and, and he could really run with it. So, and it added, added to his character that he was kind of
1: already developing and it just legitimized it a little bit more. So, Hey, here's a thought. So if you just, sparked something when we had all the tanks rolling up on wcw and this that and the other thing vince admittedly was in financial trouble at the time correct yep, and which yep, is yep. Why, That's why which is the wish, impetus
3: which, why he wanted him to leave yeah
1: exactly he so here's another thought if that screw job doesn't happen does WWE even survive the Monday Night well, War? That's, that's another point.
0: good question. Yeah. Yes.
1: Point. yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like what if? There you go. your next. See, I was going to bring that up, and you stole my thunder. Well, you can. Thanks. I can go to bed. No,
0: <laughs> but here's here's where I'm going to go with that too. Just so we can expand on this, because yeah, that's something we have to remember at that time when the screw job happened. WCW is kicking WWE's ass in, in the yeah. ratings, right? They, they were still... It wasn't until, what, 99, late 98, uh No, I think it was 98. I think it was when, 98. When they finally beat game. them in the ratings, right? So thanks to the Austin era and the Mick Foley stuff and that, right? So you're still... You still have Vince still having to push the panic button a bit to find a way to turn the ship around. And remember, Austin... From the time '96, King of the Ring to Brett putting him over at Mania, he's starting that mega rise, right? So there's st- you're still going to have that Austin push that going that way. So I think you're still going to have Attitude Era because he also had Vince Russo writing at that time as well, right? So you you still have that side of it. It just you might not have the DX invading with the tanks, which is a pivotal moment in that. That I I honest to God, I think more than anything, that might have been the one to- one event that might have started the downfall of WCW because they had a golden opportunity to look like tough guys. And if they had to just let them into that arena and kick the living shit out of those guys, they would have. nobody would have watched yeah. WWE after that. But they they closed shop. Uh, they basically got called out. And uh, I, I think people started to look at it a different <coughs> way after that because DX looked cool. The other guys looked like they were scared of them.
3: Uh, it's a good point, but I will forever stand by the fact that what killed him is that'll put butts in seats. That was, that was the, that was their downfall. The McFoley incident was their downfall. That was, they, they shot themselves so hard on that one and uh, they didn't, they couldn't recover from that. I don't think going forward.
1: I don't think Vince had anything to lose at that point, either with the tanks rolling up. Uh, I mean, taboo rolling up to the next, you know, to your competitor's doorstep. Uh, and he, again, he's probably thinking, you know, I have nothing to lose. If I don't get the ratings, yeah. I don't keep my business. And he probably, I'm assuming he went to triple H and those guys and went, nah, all right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at this point, whatever I'm, I'm losing at this point, maybe. And yeah, he was throwing
3: right Hail at, Ma- He was throwing Hail Mary's. That. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and I, once I, in a while they were.
3: Yeah. yeah no, sorry. Machine. I, I was just going to say the interesting question would be, if we go down the road of he still has the same financial issues, struggles, whatever it is, and Ratings then, issues. and then, and then, and then yep. decides that he's not going to ask Brett to leave, or he doesn't have the same financial issues and he's not going to ask Brett. To, so that even changes the scale, right? That well, even I, changes the scale. I'd say
0: that's why Sean goes, you replace Sean for the financial issues with right. Brett, right? And gotta, but Sean wasn't making Brett somebody. money, was he? He wasn't making Brett money, but you got to get rid of somebody, right? To, yeah. to, do it somebody's got to be a sacrificial lamb i guess the only
3: thing it. on that though is i thought the impetus for that decision was the length of the contract and how yeah. long he had to pay out yeah. Brad, yeah. right
0: i, I honestly time, so this goes yeah. back to like what Rob and uh, machine were saying is is the thing of work you know because well, really yeah. I, it wasn't the money up front it was the length that he said but it was that, yeah it was the Years down the road, if, if Vince goes out of business anyway, he doesn't have to pay that. So it's true. You know, it's it, a, it's a great.
3: The only thing that, like, that stands in the way of that argument is that documentary, though. Like, that there's no way that that I mean, they would have all been had to beautiful on a documentary, guess. though. Was well, no, I know, and it's you're yeah, you're right. I mean, they could have all been in on it, I suppose. Like, that hey,
1: it's, it's kind of like a beautiful timing on a war in Ukraine when you yeah. got to get rid of COVID.
3: Hey, oh, hey, oh, one door in with the other, hey, eh, machine, uh-huh.
1: yeah. Let's Got forget to- that we mentioned COVID and let's concentrate on Russia.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep the fear going. Diversion,
1: yeah. The magician.
3: Now it's, it's a good point, though. <laughs> <laughs> I see 50 rubles. There was some sleight of hand there. For, <laughs> for the non-video. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wrestling with the Truth podcast sponsored by K.E.G. Handmade. Check them out on Facebook, ready to ship stainless steel coffee mugs, any design, anytime, anywhere. Hey, this chica, she made me a custom toothpick holder. That's right, so check them out on Facebook at KEG Handmade. With the truth podcast brought to you by Mark's Wrestling Masks. You want to look like a champ or you want to look like a chump? He's got your ugly mug covered. Check them out on Facebook. Mark's Wrestling Masks. That's M A R C, apostrophe S, Wrestling Masks.
0: Side question I'd love to get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, again, I'll start with Rob and we'll work around the horn. But did WWE. Yeah, well, I'm, I want to give our guest time to talk here. <laughs> did <laughs> WWE beat WCW, or did WCW beat themselves with all the ridiculousness that happened along the way?
2: That's a good one. Yeah. I, I'm g- I'm going to go with WCW beat themselves, so because yeah. the, the, they 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 kept trying to compete and compete, but just all the egos backstage was really holding. I I, I feel that it was really holding the product back, and you're kind of dealing with one small little group and that's trying to take over everything. And their ideas weren't what's best for the company, it was what was best for that little click to get yeah. them over and steal all the spotlight and you're not gonna grow from that. So, so I think that was a lot of it. And then bringing somebody legitimate like like Brett over, who now these guys are kind of forced to, uh, to come up to his level. Like had he not, like he's the top guy, Nobody's. I, I don't think anybody was near his talent in the ring, yeah. uh, technically, so you take him out of the equation, and now the guys that look crappy beside him all of a sudden look way better, you know, and they're still doing the same stuff, but you don't have this perfectionist to, to hold up to that standard. So it, it, I think that him leaving kind of indirectly created a bunch of the new superstars that, that we got from the attitude era. I called the aggression era. I had a yeah. brain fart, but yeah. yeah, from the attitude era. I know so, what you're talking you know, about, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, no, definitely I feel that WCW – screwed itself like with just the the crap going on backstage machine what do you think
1: <laughs> yeah, good
0: interview question <laughs>
1: oh here he is yeah i i i would have to say that uh much like my sex life uh wcw beat themselves yeah. oh sorry drum yeah. roll try it we'll yeah work at tables yeah and- <laughs> VC just swallowed hard. Um, anyway, I, meant to I drink. almost did he a spit drink. take there. Oh, yeah, uh, but I, I agree. I, think I thought I maybe he saw minus one or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's oh, just so Yeah, sorry. Jay, Jay, show. Jay likes the WC or the the the, the, the AEW That's years. what I thought you said. Sorry, I he's it. all over the. I, I think he ordered two of those shirts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: Had, <laughs> had to get that in
0: for the episode, didn't you? Yeah, I, uh, this is an AEW free episode. I'm saying it right yeah, now. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cut, uh, then cut that out. It was, it was vader's idea to say it from here Um,
0: from here yeah yeah
1: (laughs) but i I think they beat themselves too and i think i'm gonna i would agree that they tried to do too many nwo members right it was like every yeah every (laughs) five different factions every week someone was nwo and i think that eventually pounded them into oblivion but um I, i think had they and again here we go with all that stuff but maybe kept it to five guys total like had a tag team and like scott and and kevin and hogan who could you know do his magic you pull the giant in because he was a a, a, obviously a monster back then and you get savage who was a nut job right yeah yeah. so i I think if they would have held it to that and and maybe brought in again mr perfect was good i think he was so or when he went over there
0: Steiner, Steiner being in there, um, uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: You, you, again, yeah, yeah. so you pick and choose, but have five. Like if you want to beat a guy out,
3: yeah. there,
1: there, there's your option, right? You yeah. yeah. you beat Virgil into a pulp, and who doesn't? <laughs> Scott Steiner and Scott Steiner. You still got to pay him twenty bucks. You so. still got to pay him twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. but uh, again, even Scott Steiner, the the day he turned to NWO, pounded yeah. on his own brother. Again, another yeah. unexpected moment, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think they beat themselves because they they thought. That NWO was it. Like no, nothing was gonna touch NWO, yeah. and and they, they killed themselves. And it was great at first. But oh, shoot, it just yeah. kind of got old
2: fast. Like as they brought in more factions, yeah. and it was too much. And then, like, well,
1: well, to me, I don't know about BC, but like for NWO guys, they didn't need Virgil, right? No. They, they didn't need Scott Buff Norton. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of liked it. Buff well, I, I did like yeah, yeah with the hat and everything. Buff, Buff get... fit in there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he did yeah. fit in.
0: Yeah, sorry, yeah.
2: But
1: you know why I think he fit in there because he was comedy. Yeah. Like yeah. he had some comedy. He he knew how to take a good beating. Personality, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I and can't remember yeah the half match. the top hat, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of the match now who it was who he turned around and he hit him and then he turned and Buff turned around and did his little dance and then went into the neck breaker. Like the other guy just it didn't phase him and I can't remember who that was now. That uh, again, I just remember because again, the comedy angle yep. with with Buff was perfect. He was just cocky. Oh yeah, you know, screw you! I just gave you a chop, and he turned around and did his little Buff dance, yeah. and then <laughs> reverse neckbreaker to yeah. Like <laughs> so, like, you kind of need a court jester. And BC, you and I both love Heenan. Oh, well, I know you love oh, Heenan too, yeah. uh, yeah. Vader. So to me, Buff was their court jester. But yeah. It, now you see, we're talking who could be in the NWO. Maybe that's why they had so many guys. We're like, oh, he would fit into it. You know <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think, I think it's you've like,
0: called it down to a great list there. I mean, that, that, like you say, that five, six area, that's, that's enough. Because yeah. you want people to be focused on it. You know, you, yeah. too many guys got lost in the weeds. And too many guys you thought about, well, they're, yeah. they're kind of mid-card. And, and that's not the NWO,
3: right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, and I, and that's, what that's what I mean. The the elite. Health, like, watching it. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You need the elite NWO guys. Like, that yeah. would be... And your elite heels—they have yep. to be elite heels—and yep. then yeah, maybe WCW with the likes of almost when, uh, like with TNA, it was Hogan Team Hogan versus Team Flair, right? Maybe Flair is the WCW uh, hero at the time, and he has his own little faction. But am I correct in saying Flair was already in WWE at the time, or was he still WC again? Uh through an
0: NWO, he was in he was the four horsemen. They became de facto yeah. Oh, he was, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But uh that's what I think. Yeah, you know, you nail it to the sixth list. Yeah. Uh a good tag team, uh, a good strong giant, uh, who can interfere once in a while. The cruiser weight because they had their cruiserweight uh, division. Yeah, yeah, their cruiser guy. Again, that's your buff, right? Yeah. To me, yeah. buff of, or or so. Yeah, well, I, the Klinger I'm not a fan yeah. of, but <laughs> When never was he, fit, he fit with them i got a funny yeah. story about you. Oh, do you hang on hang on we ladies and gentlemen breaking news, breaking news we have a story <laughs> another poop one. Oh, good yeah. one. so
2: i forget why i was going to calgary but i guess wwe was or wwf at the time coming through in the show and i'm in the bathroom and i'm just lighting up a big heater and it's probably one of the one of the top three stinkiest shits i've had and i walk out and i'm pretty proud of myself it felt good i relieved it stunk I'm washing my hands, and the guy standing beside me just looked absolutely disgusted. Was Sean Waltman, and I'm sure he just wanted to say, "You fat piece of shit." But he just <laughs> kind of looked at me, and he just disgust on his face. I just kind of smile, finish washing my hands, and walk out. And I wanted to ask for an autograph, but I mean, you... sorry, I made you throw up. Can you sign this? Can you you know? autograph this square? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, sorry, Andy.
1: Anyway. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. So BC, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: For me, yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you guys. I think WCW killed themselves in in this situation. I mean, yeah, the the WWE was definitely uh, coming on strong, but I think. It was a combination of the bloat. I, I call it the bloated Elvis stage of the NWO, or or <laughs> me, a, awesome. me being a me being a big Guns N' Roses fan. It's like the Dizzy Reed era of Guns N' Roses, you know, where they throw a keyboardist and they throw the orchestra and the horn section. It's like I just like the original five, you know. Let's just go yeah. with that. Um, so yeah, I think that what Jay mentioned with the giving away of match endings that caused some t- channels to flip. Yeah. Bischoff just becoming a power freak, you know, and then he gets so ridiculous with the whole challenge and Vince to fights and stuff like that when well, you know he's not going to show up for that. Figure of Doom? Man. Yeah, Figure of Doom. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So uh, the killing of the Goldberg angle. So, yeah, I think it was more them beating themselves and WWE. But honestly, it's not like WWE was going away. They, I mean, with Austin, you would have still had a fantastic 1 2 rivalry with that. Yeah. Jay, what about yourself?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to um, – I, I don't disagree with that take. However, I think history shows that they were doing a lot of that stuff and still being successful. I think what killed WCW ultimately, and, it, and it's not – it could be all those things, but I think ultimately it was the Time Warner deal. That's, that's what killed them. They had full control. They had all of the sort of writing – not writing, but they had all of the creative piece of that, and then they actually – that merger, that sale – essentially cut them off at the legs and that's, that was their start of their downfall. Right. I mean, that, that, that Bischoff recounts like they lost, they had to go like to a different, kind of style of product because the, um, what's the, not the ratings thing, but like standards and practices practices was completely shutting them out. They couldn't combat the attitude era stuff because they weren't allowed. Like there was, there was a whole host of behind the scenes stuff. So as much as we want to say the NWO got too big and it was too cool and all this stuff, I, I stand by still that. I think it was that, that deal, that deal killed WCW because there's been bad booking throughout all of history throughout the same, you know what I mean? The annals of time, but they, those bad booking decisions didn't, didn't sink a company. You know what I mean? Like that stuff. Well, part,
1: came- I agree with you on And I was going to mention that, uh, just before you jump back in here with that, that WCW just wasn't going to be unfamily friendly. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're a kid, Let's just let's just go back to when like we were all younger watching that. Would you prefer to watch, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin say, "I'm gonna come up there and and whip your ass and shove my boot in your ass and stomp a mud hole and you dry," or would you like to watch Scott Steiner say, "I'm gonna come over there and kick your bum"? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem right, right? So I, yeah. as a kid, I want to see someone say ass
3: yeah well that's what i mean machine yeah but they, know, were, but they saying, were doing man. that before the deal went through they were doing the big pop of pump hollow yeah, if you yeah. hear me all my you know what i mean he was yeah. he was off the, i watched a <laughs> there's actually really great clips on youtube of all of the insane stuff that he was doing in wcw around the the women and stuff and he was off the rails they were they were going yeah, yeah. crazy right and then the deal happens and they have to kibosh all of that stuff so like it further furthering your point they just couldn't compete on that level and then it's not apples to apples right and then i think that's what ultimately was their downfall and then then they like, they weren't getting the money and like they were cutting off things there and then ultimately the tv deal was gone so then then i think ultimately what kills wcw is they didn't have bef- once ted was gone you can't and i think it's proving it now with tony Khan. you cannot be successful in this world of professional wrestling competing against vince if you're not the money yourself if you aren't the man funding the or women funding the the whole kit and caboodle and you're relying on other people and other shareholders and that's never going to work because you're you have to be that the buck stops here person and that's what you can be with tony Khan and with ted turner ted ted didn't know anything about wrestling he just liked it and he just threw a bunch of fucking money at it you know what i mean and that's that's all it took right same thing tony did i mean i know tony tony was a fan and stuff but like basically if and that's why like ultimately i don't think a corporation can compete against vince i just don't think they can do that it's just it's not doable in this in in the the landscape that he created basically
0: yeah for sure All right, one more question. I'm going to ask the panel here, our panel of experts, before we. Ooh, uh, we're a panel panel now. Apparently, we're getting three new guys. Fancy! (laughs) fancy. Before before we end this episode, this has been a great conversation. I love this one. uh, We got to do a bit more of this stuff. Uh, But uh, in your mind, what? So if Brett doesn't go, we still have him in the WWE, uh, WWF at the time. What is the dream match that we missed out on, or dream matches that we missed out on that you would have saw, and you, and you are most disappointed that you didn't get with this whole Montreal screw job? Ooh.
3: Ooh. Who wants to go first? You. Oh Jesus, that's what you guys were. <laughs> um, this this might sound and and I know they didn't. He didn't like him, but like I honestly think Brett versus Brett in his prime versus Triple H became becoming the game Triple H that would have been a fantastic match. Like I think their styles would have been really good and they're both bigger dudes and they could throw each other around and they were both kind of, they could be brawlers if they needed to like that to me would have been cool. And I think we missed out on a really good run of Brett and undertaker too. Don't you like, I think we really could have got some really good taker Brett stuff. I know they, they had a little bit of run in between after, before he left. Right. But like that, that post, like the attitude era post taker was, there was some cool stuff with there. Right. And I don't think, Brett got to experience that. that. Those are my two picks. I think Triple H and and Brett and and Undertaker. And Brett would have been really cool. Yeah, I'm going
1: to agree on the Brett Undertaker for sure because Brett Hart could make anybody look powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And uh, and Undertaker was a powerful entity to begin with. And I just think the way Brett took bumps, flew into the turnbuckle. Obviously, that was his signature. We, I mean, the guy moved the ring just on his own weight. Yeah. But if you had Undertaker whipping you in for an extra three, four kilometers or miles an hour, uh, that ring's really gonna move. Um, yeah, so I, I agree on on for sure on that. But uh, what do you think? There, I'm
2: gonna try? I'm gonna take the easy road here. Uh, <laughs> a a Brett Sean rematch, maybe a ladder um, match. You know, maybe yeah. something yeah. down the road like that. that. Like cool. we missed out on some some really good ones like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great point. I was right. just going to say off topic, but like it, I watched a video and it, it amazed me with as much animosity as those two men had against two towards each other. Brett catching Sean in the Iron Man match, saving him from basically fucking blowing himself up on the rail. Do yeah. you guys ever see that video yeah. where he yeah. literally caught him and was able to guide him back into sort of safe zone that just goes to show how these guys just throw everything outside when they're in that match they're professionals you know what i mean and that just was sorry i know i
2: and especially like, brett he grew up the, the all he knew was the business like yeah, yeah that, but like what he grew up about it's been ingrained in him like that's what the business is yeah exactly now, you know, and, that code. and, and as far was,
3: as we knew like they they literally hated, hated each other hated and he still other, yeah. saved his career out a like, way to
2: work it out yeah you know, like, like, uh, you know.
3: anyway that was just super i saw that video i was like holy shit like that was awesome like just to see yeah. him catch them and anyway sorry bc yeah but
1: you, you know what I'm going to liken that to uh, I know BC and I had a conversation about playing junior hockey and uh, you know, where I was a goaltender and I played with one team. uh, I mean, I'm the starting guy uh, for the junior team. And we had a first nations team that their goalie didn't make it into the city uh, for a practice. And I ended up sort of uh, getting approved by the league to practice with them. Of course, you're not going to get hurt because they needed a goalie. But in the end, even though the two teams that I, again, I sort of jokingly became their third goalie and they hated me when I played them, they hated me with a passion and I hated them just as much. And if you think that, you know, the racial slurs weren't running rampant during games back in the day, well, you're wrong. And you know what? But at the end of the day, when I was on their team, uh, even in practice or whatever, like, you, you become, even though I'm hated, it's almost like a trade. Like, Evander Kane is the biggest piece of shit in the NHL. But guaranteed, those Edmonton Oilers, if someone calls them a name, if someone pushes them, shoves them the wrong way, just like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, they are going to protect their teammate. Yeah. And regardless of, you know, your, your thoughts of, you know, if Vader and I are really have heat together and we're in the ring, technically we're on the same team. So we are going to protect the team. Right. And I think that was the Brett Michaels case. Yeah, that's a that great point. Brett is, he understands you're my teammate. I may not like you, but I am not letting anything hurt you.
3: Yeah, Right. That's a great point.
1: That, that's how I like in that story of this, you know, him protecting Sean from not getting injured, I, regardless if you don't like somebody, you don't you, want them.
3: You hurt. never want to see that. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. and, and and what happened was, even in, uh, in a, will tell a story in, in a further detail about this hockey thing, but where I was going to go is, our two teams eventually play each other, right? It's our team versus this First Nations team. And there's a fight breaks out, my team's shorthanded. So I get the toughest guy on the First Nations team in the corner, right, as the goalie. <laughs> and within, and, it's, and in hockey, just like wrestling, it takes, you know, a, a blink for a decision to happen. And the guy has me in the corner and I'm seriously, I'm already saying our father who art in heaven, cause I know I'm in trouble, right? And he actually held me in, and he says, I don't want to fight you. You're our other goalie. <laughs> and I'm like, God bless you that you don't want to fight me. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But again, see what I mean? It's Like you're protecting, right? It's that instinct that you, even though I'd only practice with them because they had some issues with getting their goaltender into the city, they still accepted me.
0: For me, we would have selfishly we would have got Austin Brett three. As I was mentioning before, uh, you know, everybody forgets about the first one at the uh, Survivor Series ninety six, and then they had the, the big one at Mania. So I think you would have had <laughs> Austin getting put over by Brett for the title. So that would have been an amazing match at WrestleMania. Um you would have possibly had some long running matches of Benoit brett and uh as well as uh eddie and brett when they when the radicals came over if they came over oh, yeah um so that would have been fantastic to go on the other side if we're still going with the theory that sean goes over to wcw do we get sean hogan more so in their primes as opposed to what we got at SummerSlam mm-hmm. that time where that just became a farce of a match <laughs> with all the stuff that Sean was doing. So do we find, <laughs> do we get that dream matchup? Or does Hogan get upset about Sean coming over and decide to sign back with Vince because he was kind of um, dipping his toes in the water of possibly going back to WWF uh, back in the day yeah. during that run. So you, you never know what happens, but those are mine. And then, of course, maybe some of the Owen matches that you would have got. You might have got Brett and Owen again going at Mm -hmm. it so again there's some some dream Mm -hmm. matches that would have been good so uh i actually
3: wonder i actually wonder if sean even would have went to because he had opportunity to go he had opportunity to go before that that happened he he chose to stick around so i i wonder if that man anyway we'll never know but i wonder if he would have maybe he saw that like he doesn't fit in that big picture right like maybe he saw that but
0: yeah well I'm, i'm going on the theory that that um Vince makes them kind Vince of Vince makes them, yeah, yeah. that's fair more enough. So. He, fair it's enough. one or the other. But, yeah. Um, what was I going to say there? Uh, oh, Jay, to your point about Triple H, uh, that's a great point about the match that, that Brett and Triple H could have had. But also, think about Triple H. Now, we know what he became. He became the game. He became the, the, the guy for WWE's game. The game. But can you imagine if he is getting coached by Brett? for through 97 and 98 on how to be a professional how Mm. to be the guy how to be the champ along with we already know he had the raw skill i mean the guy is a phenomenal wrestler he's a he's a great you know gimmick he's a great uh guy on the mic so say you will some people won't say that i think he's good on the mic i I always did yep so if you have brett now teaching them the right way as opposed to sean teaching them the click way what happens there with triple h I wonder if but, he would have listened
2: to him though. Like, it will, yeah, like he, but he doesn't
0: have the influence of the click at that point. So I get
3: I get what you're saying there, but are you suggesting that somehow along the way he he didn't do it the right way? Is that what you're suggesting? Well, I'm or? just
0: I'm just saying that, you know how I'm a fan of Triple H myself. I'm, I'm a, am But you know, a, know how everybody said, said the, his runs Oh, just, like the burying
3: thing, yeah, like yeah, he would yeah, hold people stuff. down yeah. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. that. No, sorry. I was just genuinely trying to figure out where you yeah. were going with that, but Yeah. No, yeah, that's a good point because he did get that moniker. What did the What's the era that they call it? The Was it 2002 yeah, to 2005? No, but like it gets deemed the um, Triple H, like where he just buries everybody. Was it oh, 02 yeah. to 05 or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I never bought into that. I kind of did it at the time, I guess maybe, but anyway. Yeah. And
1: even Road Dog and uh, Billy Gunn. Yeah. Right. I mean, does that
3: even happen? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They became huge because they had to pull them in. And, and to me, well, Billy Gunn is, uh, to me, he was a dry singles match. Uh, and a singles partner, like, but when he lit it up with Road Dogg, they yeah. were the perfect duel, man. <laughs>
3: see, and I might be Road the only Dog one in history liked who liked the Smoking Guns. I love the Smoking <laughs> Guns. I really did. I loved the Smoking Guns. I don't know. Maybe I'm the <laughs> only one. There's another. i shocked for you.
1: you know anybody that far back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, that, that, those those I do remember the Smoking. I I got Adam Bomb. All of, see, there was a gap in between the the really cheesy stuff, and then right before. I got back into it, but yeah, the smoking guns were my, that was my jam. He was a huge mentor. Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huge Adam Bomb guy, too. That was my, that was my guy.
1: Yeah, I, not surprising.
0: <laughs> well, guys, I think that's a, we've, we've beaten this topic to death, but I mean, I really enjoyed this episode. I love these what-ifs. I think we're going to have to come up with some more, and I think we're going to have to make a permanent invite to Rob the,
3: <laughs>
0: nice. Well, nice. You know, I, I got to call Jay O on something because remember the beginning of the Smoking Gun song has gunshots. Now you're not a fan of gunshots. Uh, okay, it's you not the same about-
3: as <laughs> poo- it's you- not the same as pew pew pew. It's not yeah. the same at all.
0: <laughs> you complain about the Irish Ariel assassin, Rick O'Shea, you
1: know, and his gun. And they
3: got rid of it. So my protesting uh, my convoy uh, of. Rick, free ricochet worked so uh
1: like how, how else would you portray a smoking gun without gunshots i'm just curious like exactly. would you have like water pistols and aew squirt 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 i can tell you how they do smoking
2: guns at my workplace oh why <laughs> uh, do i need to know that
3: <laughs> are you talking about major guns oh yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yes major guns yes yes, yes. yes. you're correct she that was fantastic to video this <laughs>
0: yes. <Video>. oh no <laughs> <laughs> I think that Rob worked. was remembering that kielbasa that he had there back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So let's 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 do this again. Let's come up with some more what if scenarios. Let's get Rob in on the conversation, get his expertise yeah. as well. I mean this panel is just uh is just a plethora of uh, knowledge It's knowledge. Elite.
3: There. It's an all elite panel. Did
1: you hear what he just said? I we did. did, we caught it,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh only if you're shaved and you look under 21 <laughs> okay, well, yeah.
0: keep it on. all right guys thank you very much this was a fantastic episode just kind of a random of the blue shot in the dark but it, it was great so i really appreciate all the conversation around this i think we have to do a few more of these so rob uh very quickly did you want to just mention again where people can find you on the social media
2: on twitter i'm at vader from wish uh, that's pretty much all i'm on right now so yep. <laughs> you want to give your address <laughs> he thought about just, it he he stuff to me like you'm your
1: post office box? I, I legit you know what just so the the people had just heard him say i'm his shipping like if I have something shipping I i go i go rob what's your address why i'm getting something shipped over there like uh, even the other day he, he sends me a message he goes oh another mask arrived <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you don't want to get delivered here. I, had to, I tripped over three meth heads trying to get in your front door that I left. I left it wide open. I was hoping they could come in. And,
1: you know what? I'll give you this thank 50 you have- back just to move into the neighbor's <laughs> yard.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Robert. We really do appreciate yeah. you coming in the pinch. Thanks
2: for having me back. So.
0: And uh, as far as everybody else, you know where to find us. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. It's just go to at pod. You'll find us somewheres. <laughs> just look for us. But uh, as far as this episode, uh, I think this is a good conversation that we had. And I encourage our listeners, jump in. Let us know. What are your thoughts? What if the Montreal job didn't happen? What would have happened? How would it have gone? What have we gotten? So feel free to chime in on this conversation. Anyways, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate everything. And for Vader from Wish, for NWO Machine, and for the Nightmare J Myers, I am BC Hunter saying, we are out of here. <laughs>